Hello everybody and welcome to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for just about all things that you could call horror, and we are your hosts. My name is Justin. My name is Brandon. Hello. Good morning. I'm going to try and uh, speak more into the mic this time. I, or one of our faithful listeners uh, said I was a little quiet last episode. No, oh, the, the last episode was probably because... Um, uh, I don't remember what happened specifically, but um, audio got lost, and so I had to use our, I believe I had to use our recording, oh. our, our failsafe. Oh, well, I'm glad we have the failsafe. <laughs> that I, I, am, I, I am also glad that we have the failsafe, yes. And I'm also glad to hear that it's not a problem with my mic or distance therein, because... Uh, no, yeah. it, it okay. was just that one, It it because you were... Um, your audio coming through on my end mm-hmm. obviously is um, through sounds my more sounds more yeah. headphony. Yeah, because that's the audio that you use for this side. And so yeah. when it records on my end, it picks up that mic and not your actual microphone and all that good stuff. So, right. well, enough technical jargon. Let's get into this with Annabelle. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, it's a bit of a cheat, you know, we try to do the first movie in a series, uh, with, before we do any sequels. Technically, this is a spinoff, so, mm. fuck off. And I will admit, this is not my favorite of the Annabelle movies. Creation is considerably better, but I felt like doing a prequel before the original broke the rules. So I'm doing this, so that next year, I can do Creation, which is a great <laughs> movie. I do like well, this one a lot, but... Yeah, I mean it. It works. <laughs> I mean, what are what are? I know you don't for? like it, but uh, what are our rules for if not for breaking? This is true. Uh, so. well, what are you? I know you weren't hot and bothered about this to begin with, aside from giving me crap about making you watch it. Did your opinion change at all, even though you have a bit of a a sicky situation going right now? Yeah, I got got a gnarly ass head cold today. Um. But I I, I don't hate it. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a spirit. <laughs> there it is. It it was all. I, I'm trying to think if I don't know if I'd seen. I'm pretty sure I'd seen this one. I feel like I've seen this one because this is not the first one. Tech the first movie in this franchise, and they kind of MCU'd the the Conjuring universe is the Conjuring. Yeah. And then right. they did Conjuring 2, and then they mm-hmm. did this, I think. Okay, so I, maybe I did see it. What is this, 2014? Yeah, maybe uh-huh. I did see it back then. I don't know. Um, it's not the worst movie I've seen. Um, probably not going to rush out and watch it again. Did it kind of have like a Rosemary's Baby vibe to it? Yeah, I got that just a lot, not as too. Good, just not as good, obviously. Sure. Um, they definitely like to show their um their demon halfway mm-hmm. <laughs> like the whole peering behind something yeah. like the same thing they did in the conjuring with the Dar- Darth Maul demon yeah um I thought the Darth Maul demon was um was that not conjuring no the i think Darth black Maul, one yeah i think that was the other one with patrick wilson um insidious oh uh, that you're right okay Okay, yeah, I'm getting my Patrick Wilson's. Yeah. Confused. It is confusing because it's the same kind of thing, and he's so in same, both. Yeah. But, I did. Uh, so I don't. I didn't hate the way they did it in this one because generally, 
I don't like. I don't know. I don't like. Uh, it's not necessarily a Jeepers Creepers thing with me, where it's like when they show the creeper after he's, you know, all the mystique is gone. But mm-hmm. I, like, I don't think the demon thing bugged me as bad. Like, well, what's nice in was... this one is that it's in glimpses. There are a few shots where you, I guess you could say you see a bit too much, but it does give you an idea of what the ram demon looks like, and it wasn't like he's just there. Yeah. You know, it wasn't as bad as Insidious, where you get really good looks at him and go, well, I mean, it's cool looking. It doesn't look right. like a demon. It looks like right. someone in cool demon makeup, but it doesn't yeah. really look like a demon. This one, it was kind of animalistic, and it was so quick that I felt it worked, but we'll get into it I later. Like it. I like that uh, it was all black, yeah. and that uh, it did make it difficult to see. I I think my favorite glimpse of it was in the basement when you can kind of see the out, like the top outline of it mm-hmm. in, in the shadow as she's like before she runs off. I thought that was kind of yeah, cool. That was cool. But yeah, take us into it. All right. Uh, a couple begins to experience terrifying supernatural occurrences involving a vintage doll shortly after their home is invaded by satanic cultists. Hate that that was the thing that kind of caught me off guard that I didn't yeah. remember. I didn't remember. That was probably the intro. Like I, I think that I like this one better than I did the conjuring mm-hmm. or maybe it's just I, I really disliked insidious so much I'm trying I don't remember I think that's, exactly I think that's the case <laughs> I remember you hating insidious and warning me not to watch it and then well, I watched it so and much, went, it's I, okay I, I remember because I was like I don't want to I don't want to do this movie <laughs> I really don't yeah. like if I were to rate like I'll never not watch it again like sure but it's yeah I fell into I the conjuring like verse like last year, and I really dig all of the movies more or less. Some are better than others, obviously. The Nun wasn't great, but like I, I I'm in for it. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I've been on a I've been on a vampire movie kick lately. I didn't know you like vampires. Uh, tagline for this: Before the Conjuring, there was Annabelle. Did you say you didn't know that I liked vampires? Yeah, it was a joke. <laughs> Oh, shut lost up. Lost boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lost boy. <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> uh, directed huh. by John R. Leonetti, written by Gary Doberman, or Doberman, starring Annabelle Wallace, no relation, uh, Ward Horton, and Alfre Woodard as the creepy uh, librarian. Uh, released September 29, 2014 in TCL Chinese Theater, and October 3rd, 2014 in the U.S., budget of $6.5 million, box office of $257.6 million. So, hmm. did pretty well. Uh, yeah. yeah. Enough to make three of them. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. yeah, no, I actually like, I didn't mind um, Alfre Woodard. Yeah, I didn't really remember the movie as much as I thought I did. I was really expecting... Spoilers, by the way. If you haven't watched this, go watch it. Come back. It's on HBO Max. I was expecting uh, her to have been the one that like made the deal with the devil or whatever to get her daughter back in some form, and that's why. But then I thought about it more and went, that doesn't make sense. But (laughs) anyway. I'm glad they didn't do that then. Yeah, me too. 
the film is a spinoff of the 2013 horror film The Conjuring, focusing on the origins of the Annabelle doll film found in that film. The film was designed to stand alone, yet collectively catering to fans of The Conjuring who would already be familiar with the latter film. To Backstage.com, the film was one of the first in a new strategy by distributors Warner Brothers and New Line Cinema that capitalizes on the built-in fan bases for successful films, allowing for smaller budgets and production time with a bigger payout on the back end. Hmm. They're MCUing the Conjuring universe, and it worked. Yeah. Uh, casting was announced in January 2014 with Annabelle Wallace and Ward Horton playing the lead roles and actors Eric Layden, Brian Howe, and Alfred Woodard also being announced that month. Principal photography began January 27, 2014 at the Bookshop in Covina, California. On February 25th, 2014, filming continued at an apartment on South Normandy Avenue in Los Angeles County where the 55-member crew shot for several days. Yeah, there's something about the name Ward that makes me think. Batman? <laughs> no, it's actually going Iron Fist with that, but at the same time, isn't, isn't that the dude's name in that show is Ward something? Like the the, the douche brother? Oh, maybe. I haven't watched but Iron it just Fist makes in me th- a long time. Yeah, oh, I haven't either. It just makes me think of uh, Hoity Toity, like, my oh. name's Ward. Hi. Hello, my name is Ward. I always think of Burt Ward, so... Oh, that's fair. Sorry, my my headset is crackling. I hope the speakers are not blown on it, but it's irritating the fuck out of me. You sound fine on my end. Well, good. Uh, In its traditional three-day opening, the film debuted at number two at the box office with $37.1 million. Its opening weekend gross is the 11th highest in October and the biggest for a horror genre film of 2014, surpassing The Purge Anarchy's 28.9 28.9 million opening. Hmm, that's not bad. Yeah, did pretty well. Uh, by the way, this is super short, so uh, strap in for a quick breeze. On Metacritic, the film has a weighted average score of 37 out of 100 based on 27 critics indicating generally unfavorable reviews. Audience polled by CinemaScore gave the film a grade of B on an A plus F scale. I like, like I, said, I like this one. I think Creation is considerably better and more creepy. If you haven't watched that one, it's a prequel, so you're not screwing yourself in any reveals. And if I remember right, it ties directly into the beginning of this one at the end. Oh. Like, it's... Well, it makes sense the way they they definitely did that with the scene with the old lady in the shop and talking. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, okay, we get it. Your daughter's a nurse and she helps people. Like, where is this going? (laughs) And so... (laughs) And so... But it's like... Yeah, creation is considerably better, and I can't wait to talk about it uh, next year. Uh, Scott found us of Variety gave the film a positive review, calling the film inspired, but uh, periodically cheap. He added a, quote, a cut-rate spinoff from James Wan's superlative haunted house hit, The Conjuring, that partly makes up in crude shock effects, but lacks an atmosphere, designed mainly as a starring vehicle for the uh, eponymous... I, know, I never know how to spay, uh, say that word. Uh, creepiest Hell Doll, who easily outclasses her human co-stars. This Warner Brothers yeah. new line quickie is the thirst of diehard genre fans and is by far the best horror movie of the year. So that was quite the mixed bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I like it, but it sucks, but it's good enough, but it's still the best one of the year, but it's, you know, it's fine. Sure. <laughs> 
Uh, some fun facts before we get into the thing. The film was shot in sequence so that the actors were always aware of their emotional <laughs> arcs, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the movie portrays the Annabelle doll as a porcelain doll, but the real Annabelle doll is a large Raggedy Ann doll. The Warrens had a special case built for Annabelle, Annabelle inside their occult museum where she resides to this day. It is worth noting that the, this whole universe is built on quote-unquote real events. Yeah, even the, though... The legitimacy were, of the Warrens has been called into question multiple times, but... I think it's been disproven quite a, quite a few times as well, probably. to some extent. Yeah. But it's That's an episode story. itself, though, yeah. <laughs> talking about All that. the reasons the Warrens are full of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the baby mobile hanging over the crib plays the same tune as the music box from The Conjuring. Hmm, makes sense. Uh, the elevator scene was directed by James Wan. Explains why it's probably my favorite part of the movie. Mm-hmm. It was pretty. It was pretty tense. Uh, Mia shouts Leah, her daughter's name, eighty-nine times total throughout the film, breaking the record of saying a character's name repeatedly in a movie. Leah, <laughs> Daddy boy, <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> Uh, the director of this film is also the cinematographer for Child's Play 3 in 1991. Oh, cool. Yeah. And last one, director John R. Leonetti's first theatrical release film since Mortal Kombat Annihilation in 1997, which was released 17 years prior to this film. Yeah, <laughs> it took 17 years for him to get another gig. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Because Annihilation sucked. It did. Well, 19, yeah. Oh, oh. I couldn't get through it. Like, I was willing to watch it for camp's sake. I mean, it's 97. That's the same year as Batman and Robin. And they're basically yeah. the same movie. <laughs> like, oh, you just kind of have to grin and bear it. But, uh, yeah, yeah it's, that movie it's just... It, the thing that bugs me the most about it is it's just... And there was no budget for the CGI for that movie. It's like the green screen outlines were just atrocious. It looked uh, like... I, like I, said, I watched, like... 20 minutes of that movie and it looked like a shitty episode of power rangers like, <laughs> yeah and i like old power rangers but like yeah it was that on a very bad budget anyway mm-hmm. back to annabelle starting with yeah, the movie yeah. they uh they tee up the idea of dr john not locking the front door because he's just so home homespun and trusting that didn't mm-hmm. really come back the way i thought it would because really it's not him not locking the door that screws them. It's her leaving the door open. Like, okay. You know, they didn't sneak mm. in while they were asleep. They snuck in after they went to check on the neighbors, which that scene, like I love. Okay. Yeah. 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 And I love the tee up of the, the Manson family. Cause this is the time period and that's starting to kick off and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they kind of tee up like, this is a thing that's going to happen, but then they shut off the TV and you kind of forget about it. Right. I uh, honestly, I know I said that, that, um, that the, the elevator scene, but like the intro with like, you know, the screams next door and before they go and check mm-hmm. on them and all that kind of stuff. And just like, the flashes that you can see next door and it's like oh shit yeah i think like i I do love the and we don't have to go i did really kind of shot for shot on my notes just because it's a ghost movie so i'm trying to you know there's only so much that you can really talk about here but we don't have to go shot for shot on my notes i love that shot 
I do too. And it, it's probably one of the coolest ways to show a murder that I've seen in quite a while. Is a long time. You're in the couple's bedroom and through their window into the neighbor's window, you can see mm-hmm. something going on and some guy's there and then you see this blood splatter on the wall. Yeah. And it's like, that's fucking dope. And the lights shut off and then you can't see anything. Well, yeah, I mean, and then, like, the whole time, um, you're like, okay, what's going to happen? You know, um, Mia's walking downstairs to go, isn't that funny? I, I'm like, okay, so this movie gives me uh, Rosemary's uh, vibes, right? Mm-hmm. But isn't it Mia Farrow who plays the lead in that movie? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice connection. And I don't but, know if these names are based on the people who actually lived through this, or if they mm-hmm. changed any of them for the movie, and maybe this, because it's so Rosemary... I didn't see that in any of the fun facts or anything, but it yeah. would be a fun way to... Because it does... It, I thought it, last night watching it, like, it is a very Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Which I love which that is movie, why I did, so. Yeah, which is why I didn't hate this as much as I thought I was going to, or expected mm. to. Like That's I said, I'll nice. give you that. But... <laughs> But when she's going downstairs to call the police and, you know, she gets fucking attacked and then stabbed in the fucking stomach, I'm like, oh, they showed. I mean, granted, yeah. it's on the side, you know, so yeah, it's and she survives apparently. And the baby survived. But yeah, that I was, was like, oh my God. I, I forgot that, that I didn't know that. I was like, oh, is the husband going to live? Like, she going to have to fucking. Yeah, I forgot a lot about this. I was like, is that, do they die and then we follow someone else after this Mm -hmm. like a scream scenario or is this and then obviously we followed them the rest of the movie but yeah it was very intense like every time she was doing the fucking sewing machine and they did the close-up like every time i was do it already please it's like (laughs) just sew your finger down okay it's like it's the same thing like with brightburn and the glass in the eye it's like oh we know this is gonna happen just do it already please (laughs) but the thing that i you know tripped me out about the the um and I'm maybe I'm kind of jumping I know so I'm jumping ahead but the you know the neighbors being murdered by their daughter mm-hmm. is part of the thing that kind of tripped me out about that the most and you know talk about joining the cult and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and it's just like oh oh that's who's doing that okay and that's it's just kind of occurred to me but that what's kind of clever it's like they tee up the Manson family but she's not part of the Manson family. Mm-mm. She follows a different cult. That I think I have it in here somewhere, but I, I thought can't. you said this is cult of the Ram or something like that. Yeah, I think so, something like that. So I'm mean, like, they tee up the idea of it, and you kind of get the idea that that's what's the kind of thing that's going to happen, but it's not that, right? Which is a nice touch. Sure. And I like. I I, I thought it was. I didn't realize that Annabelle was like part of a collection. Mm-hmm. And so, so when he gets her either. the doll, and you see the other two that have the same creepy white dress with the audacious red flower on it, and then she's <laughs> yeah. just huge in comparison. Yeah, she's a pretty, pretty gigantic sized doll. And looking quite but, tattered. Right. Um, but the sort of origin of her in this movie, for those of you that haven't seen it and want to keep listening to us spoil it for you, is that the the husband gets it for her as like a baby present a pregnancy present whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. and she collects dolls she has a creepy doll collection even though she doesn't think it's creepy it is they're creepy it is creepy. this is coming from a big toy collector doll collections are creepy yes <laughs> it's just are. frightening to look at mm-hmm. <laughs> 
But I mean, the, the way that they also phrased it when he gave her the doll too was like, it's almost like, oh my god, I've been looking. Like it was almost like it was missing from the collection. Yeah. Well, she had you those know? other two, and then even the yeah. old lady at the very end, who buys the the thrift shop, is like, item. yeah, it's a collector's item. I'm looking for one of these forever. Yeah, and so like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like getting a fucking Teddy Ruxpin that's yeah. not possessed, or hopefully yeah. not possessed. <laughs> well, they were all a little possessed. Yeah. And like I said in the notes, this in the actual Annabelle was a Raggedy Ann doll, so those are fairly collectible, I would think, if it yeah. was an original. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck collectibles. I do like uh, when Mia's in the house, and they've broken in, and it's all dark, and you can hear the daughter whisper, I like your dolls. Yeah, that was That creepy. was super creepy. And then they get attacked, which was brutal. I like I, said, I thought that at least one of them was going to die. Well, I the thing is, too, is like, like, I'm, like, part of me wonders, like, okay, so, you know, later on, you see that they, um, obviously in the beginning of this movie, they're very real. Mm-hmm. And then you see the same version of the daughter later on in the movie, who's obviously not physically there but like throughout the movie and even in the beginning before everything starts going like she wasn't a ghost until after everything went down Mm -hmm. and you saw that lady walking through the house right and so it's like how much of that was really happening before the switch which kind of makes it creepier if she was alive (laughs) <laughs> and just yeah. you know walking through the houses and stuff like that before i would I assume know. so i mean it was her parents house they don't really show her until the break-in really mm-hmm. and when you know mia's walking the house and she kind of walks by and shit i assume that's really her being creepy as shit yeah i'm trying to remember creation because annabelle I don't think it's her actual name mm-hmm. because the doll and all of the sort of horror body switchery is in creation. That's how it starts. This couple's sure. spoilers, I guess this couple's daughter dies in a car accident into like, they're so grief stricken. They make a deal with the devil to get her back and right. she inhabits this doll. And then it starts the, the cycle. Okay. And then it ends up here in the 70s where it's somehow transferred into this woman, Annabelle Wallace Higgins, uh-huh. Annabelle Higgins, who is the daughter. I, and I'm, I'm wondering if she's adopted. But like I said, I, it makes me want to watch Creation again, honestly, because it's like it explains this backstory and it makes this movie so much better. Okay. Because it fills in all the blanks. Maybe I'll have to check that one out sooner rather than later. Yeah, you should. They're all the whole franchise is on HBO Max, so it is. Yeah, it is. Um, it has been for a while too. Yeah, ever since three came out, they mm-hmm. put them all on there. Um, so the Annabelle woman, Annabelle's blood seeps into the doll's eye, which was creepy, a little corny, but still, I like the way it seeped in and like went mm-hmm. into the doll's eye socket. Yeah. Like it was like permeating into it. That was really cool. 
Yeah, I, I missed that spot and I didn't notice it until the doll was in the back seat of that car mm. where the eyes were all bloodshot. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Shit. And then, of course, obviously the uh, creepy stuff starts to happen and we get the traditional haunted house stuff. The mobile spins, uh, the sewing machine revs up to ridiculous <laughs> proportions for some reason. <laughs> right. The. Annabelle doesn't want the baby's room door closed because they keep Annabelle there, uh, like on a rocking chair, of course, because that's where you keep all your old creepy stuff is on a rocking chair so it can creak. Uh, the TV goes in and out, and they even yeah. throw Annabelle away at some point because, you know, uh, Annabelle Higgins had the doll in her arms when she killed yeah, herself. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck is this? You see a squirrel? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was... Um, so Higgins has the doll in her arms when she kills herself. And mm-hmm. you know, Mia's like, I don't want that fucking thing here. I don't care how collectible it is. It's fucking gross. And those people were just creepy as shit. So he throws it away. And then they move. Which is something I'm liking about some of these like newer age uh, ghost stories and I think they did it in Insidious which is one of the reasons I wanted to watch it is that they start getting haunted in their house and they're like fuck this place and they move and then it keeps happening yeah well and the thing that was kind of weird to me is how she like that doll had been like working on her until you know obviously the culmination in the window but like when he's like, yeah, I threw that away, you know, she's like, you know, well, obviously he didn't. And he was like, well, I'm going to get rid of it. And she's like, no, I think I'll keep it. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of, I wouldn't necessarily say trance-like, but it's definitely like, no, I think I'll keep it. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, I would <laughs> take that doll out of your hands. <laughs> We're going to throw this in the fire now. Speaking of fire, <laughs> the house fire is awesome. It... It starts in, with the popcorn and just roars out of control very quickly. Yeah. Well, and the, the thing was, is like, the way that the house wire started was not the way that I, I expected it to start. So what mm. I expected was, because like when you're looking at it, like that box, like the box of popcorn is right next to the stove for mm. one. And I was like, is, are they using a, a cardboard sleeve for the pan itself i'm like that's not safe and so that's how i thought i didn't expect it it to like yeah i didn't expect it to burst open and then catch everything on fire around it Mm -hmm. i expected it to catch like right there and i'm like okay i it's it's stuff like that when i'm when i make the assumption of what i think is going to happen and then it doesn't happen it makes me like it just a little bit more subvert your expectations a little bit yeah. But when she's, of course, you know, she's on bed rest because she was stabbed in the belly and she's pregnant and all this shit. And then the house catches on fire and then she falls face first onto the floor and you just yeah. go, Yeah. Dude, when that happened, I was like, oh. <laughs> but the best part is her getting dragged quickly towards the Backwards. kitchen. Which was yeah, fucking was like, oh, cool. God damn. That, that's another one of my favorite shots that I, I'm glad they didn't do more of because it'd get repetitive. But like, it was a really nice moment. In the, yeah, the I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that either. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the, like I said, they moved to a new house. At the bottom of the last box, Annabelle's there. Big surprise. Um, mm-hmm. 
I love the creepy kids, the neighbor kids, where the daughter's trying to be all sweet and the son is just a dick from the start. He's like, oh. well, I mean, I get it, stranger I danger. I disagree 100% with your, with your take on this part. One, I did not think the kids were creepy. And two, um, yeah, that's 100% don't talk to strangers. Uh, she may have a baby, but... <laughs> that doesn't mean she's nice. And yeah, she's that doesn't mean shit. haunted by a creepy doll. fucking lured. I mean, this movie showed a pregnant woman get stabbed in the stomach. That's on the fair. side, of course. But still, like... Eh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't find it to be as creepy <laughs> as fair. you. I do like the drawings that supposedly the kids did but obviously it was the kids, demon or yeah. something showing her with the baby and then she's crossing the street and there's a truck there and then the truck gets closer and then they show the baby closer yeah killed that was fucking cool in the worst possible way of course right it's like oh, okay um let's see here i have uh the music turning on by itself uh ghosts of person annabelle running towards her full sprint which i talked yeah, that about was on our get out, out episode well, <laughs> Is like God. my worst nightmare. <laughs> well, yeah, a child, and all of a sudden it goes animorphs into a fucking full grown person. Like, ah! <laughs> Sprinting at me. you, dead set. <laughs> yeah. Please. I, I expect her to go through a window, to be honest with you. Well, that happens later. Kind of, does it, though? <laughs> well, not to her, but almost. Mm. And then we get the laundry room scene or the basement storage area scene, which is really cool. The, the stroller. Uh, rolling out the baby crying was a nice mm-hmm. touch and then yeah, she gets that was cut on the arm kind of fucked up <laughs> yeah because i mean the, yeah. the growling in the dark and the flash of the hairy demon and the arm cut disappearing all, like it's so classic uh just ghost movie and what i also like about this is that it's not so over the top when i, I thought about this after the this scene i was like this is stuff that I could see someone telling somebody that actually happened to them. Yeah. It's not so outlandish that people would roll their eyes and go, yeah, okay, whatever. It's just creepy enough to be scary, but real enough where someone could think they're actually being haunted. Well, yeah. I mean, because I was thinking about that too with when that, um, like the stroller bassinet stroller thing where kind of rolls out the carriage Mm -hmm. rolls out from underneath like the curtain or whatever and you know obviously that wasn't there when she walked past it right but then it's like that's enough to be like okay that's not normal Mm -hmm. something's happening and then it's just enough to where he's like dude that thing moved on its own and it's like okay crazy pants well yeah i mean (laughs) we've all had moments where like something happens that shouldn't have happened and it's dark and quiet, and we're alone, and we go, but that that shouldn't be a thing, right? Like, that's Do we not... know? Are you got some hauntings going on? Not Just too much. I'm just saying, like, you ever been alone at night, and, like, you hear a loud noise, and you, there's nothing there, and nothing's going on? Um, I, maybe when I've been asleep, and then I'm like... My wife's like, oh, there was a noise. I'm like, the fuck there was? Go back to sleep. I'm not getting up. <laughs> She's like, go look. I'm like, I'm not getting up. I'm sleeping. Mind your there's business. A no- <laughs> there's a there's a noise. I'm like, God, you're not gonna let me go back to sleep until I look. <laughs> God, eh? You're a very dedicated sleeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You need your as much beauty rest as you can get. I get it. God, as much as I can get. Yeah. I did not get shit last night. 
<laughs> I slept pretty well until this morning. But I didn't. I never sleep in. It sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we learned some history about the disciples of the Ram. The mobile mm-hmm. starts up again. There's banging upstairs. Doors slamming shut, locking me in the baby's room. I love the books falling off the shelf, nearly hitting the baby. That was pretty tense. Like, you know what's not going to get hit, but it's like... (laughs) Yeah, but at the same time, that still fucking hurt, especially when you're a baby and your fucking head's not even formed. Oh, no, it would probably kill her if it did, but they're not going to show that. Like, that's not a thing that's going to happen. No, of course not. But at the same time, like, I was just like, oh, God, yeah, that'd definitely be an ender right there. Yeah. And Annabelle, like, just peeks out under the door and she's like, hello. Hey, what are you... How you doing? <laughs> I'm watching you the kids. Don't worry about it. Right? And then obviously they call the pastor. Uh, I don't have the actor's name here, but he shows up in several of the uh, Conjuring movies. He gives mm-hmm. a little reference to the Warrens without actually name dropping them, which was a nice touch. Yeah. Um. And even, like, he has the doll for all of five minutes in his car before it starts trying to attack him. The radio starts acting up and says something about his soul needing protection or something may god have mercy on your soul yeah and yeah that was creepy and then then he gets to the church and the ghost of annabelle like bum rushes him again yeah or bum rushes someone else rather and attacks him i almost thought he was dead for a second but then they show him later in the hospital i did too but like he was walking in and then that you know obviously the the ghost or demon or whatever was outside and it's just like uh, is he gonna make it inside with the doll there's no way that doll's gonna go inside the church no there's no way that's gonna happen and so like when he got force pushed <laughs> out of the fucking door it's like ooh, you got force pulled more likely yeah but that was a nice touch nope <laughs> not gonna end there not gonna i also okay. love that way the the twist that the because usually the demons after the baby that's always the thing and that's what mm. we're kind of led to believe kind of yeah but that's definitely what Mia thinks and the twist is that no they want Mia and oh, oh shit you didn't even see the twist coming and you watched the movie isn't that crazy yeah. no I don't I guess I forgot <laughs> the twist already yeah. I was gonna say because you know because she's like what do you want mm-hmm. and they're like her soul they didn't say your soul. Yeah, but that was to trick her. Oh. The thing that the pastor says is essentially they can't just take her soul. It has to be offered. Yeah. So the idea being that we're going to threaten your daughter until you say, take me, not her. Oh. So they make her I'm think, out of it today. That makes well, sense. most days. Shut. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up buddy <laughs> we almost got through an episode I wasn't even sassing you yet but you opened the fucking door well I'm a little more with it today I've had like three yeah. cups of coffee It's. I've only had I had one but pumpkin spice is back bitches Oot, and someone's that's the most energy you're gonna get out of me I fucking love this time of year man I noticed I do too but I don't care about pumpkin spice nearly as much as you do well we hope that you enjoyed our final episode <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. It broke down over pumpkin spice. I knew Yeah. The writing was on the wall. Much like in this movie where there's literal (laughs) writing on the wall. But I love the scene because it's really cool. I mean, you have 
Alfred Woodard's character, who's this creepy librarian talking and sharing way too much about herself right out of you the You do gate. not like this lady at all, do you? She's just... <laughs> I like her. I love the actress. She's in a ton oh, of yeah, great stuff. Oh, yeah, the actress stuff. is great. Oh, the character's I, I just... keep thinking about Miranda, though. Mm-hmm. Isn't that her name from Luke Cage? I think so. But yeah, she's in know. Luke Cage. In Civil War. But as a different know. character. Oh. oh yeah. Um, yeah, it's... It's just a little too, I don't know, maybe it's because I read too much into it, but it seemed like one of those two obvious red herrings, and she was just a little too overtly creepy, and I don't know, maybe it's just me. Yeah. But I love the ending where she sacrifices herself so that Mia doesn't have to. Right, which is great. Like, I mean, that's very kind. And you know, what does she have? Like, they do. They, that's. I don't know if they necessarily. Like, you know, obviously she lost her daughter, you know, in the crash and all that kind of stuff. And you know, she's just kind of living each day. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, you know, I could do this for somebody else, but like, I just met you like three days ago, dude. I am not <laughs> gonna kill myself for you. I'm sorry. Right. Well, <laughs> like, that's my thing. Like, it's a little hard to believe like it it, that's the thing i guess that's irking my brain is that in this movie that really kind of helps you get into this universe and the idea that this could be real this is a character that doesn't seem like a person Mm -hmm. it's like a caricature of someone going through grief and you know they say oversharing over connecting and then i'm gonna jump out a window for you i like the arc the idea yeah. that, you know, she doesn't have much else. She can save this mother and her baby, and she will, if nothing right. else than to redeem herself from, you know, killing her own daughter in the crash. But. Yeah. yeah. Not the best well written character I've ever seen in a horror movie, but. No, but it has a good by payoff. far not the worst. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Uh, and then. Let's see. Next up, I have, you know, they get rid of Annabelle once and for all. And they show her at an antique shop. And this old lady, like we talked about at the beginning, is like, oh, I've been looking for one of these forever. And then they have the Texas Chainsaw Massacre real story of Annabelle. That says, you know, she's at the Warrens in their, you know, basement or whatever. In a special glass case. And she's blessed by a priest twice a month. (laughs) <laughs> and it's really it's time cool. for your blessings <laughs> <laughs> and a diaper oh, change mm-hmm. it's, a, it's just it's a solid movie it's worth watching if you want to like I did get kind of swept up into the controversy and it watch creation first I think which is kind of the lesson to be learned here is that yeah. I think it, it gives you that backstory and that lead into where you're already creeped out by the doll more so than just the fact that it's a creepy looking doll because you so, know what went into it all right so creation takes place before this right yeah it's it I goes mean, creation your, this and then annabelle and comes, comes home. home you know what you already broke a rule you might as well have just broke it and started with the first movie of the three even though it mm. wasn't the first coming movie of the three that's like that's like if you would have done that that'd have been my loophole into covering prey being like, it's not <laughs> the first dick. movie in The Predator, but it definitely takes place prequel. hundreds of years before the other Predators, most likely. Well, you know, we did... The reason we had this rule in the first place 
this has been a quick episode so we can ramble and we're done with the movie it yeah. is the idea of not shirking over the garbage to get to the good ones right you know, and and having to have that sort of introduction and stuff but we've been going at this for quite a while we've covered a lot of shit so from now on if precedent arises Ooh, or it's just a you... considerably better movie. I am willing to just say, let's cover what we want to cover. Like, I did no. want to cover this movie. I, I And I do like it. I don't mean to be shitting on it so much. I was just a little underwhelmed after watching it last night. And it's like, I know creation is better. Right. Because it is better. And it's like, just... I kind of wish I had watched, we had done creation. Because I don't want to wait forever to, to cover that one. Just co-presidential fucking executive orders being well, like, I'll sign up, up on this right now. I am. Hey, you know, and obviously you have to okay it as well, but I'm willing to let the rule go if president, you know, requires. Plus, I mean, we've covered so many of the classics already. We've done Halloween, Scream, Nightmare. Right. The only thing the that we I haven't really say. done is ventured off of the main. Like, there's yeah. so much shit out there. Yeah, and I mean, this is we... the first time we've gone into the Conjuring verse. And, you know, given it... It's, it's like doing the MCU. You know, Jeremy and I go listen to We Are Marvel or even listen to podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we go in release order, so it doesn't really matter. But if we were to just say, let's pick a franchise and start talking about the movies randomly, it's kind right. of hard to do because there's so many. True. And that's what's kind of tough with this. Is like, you could do The Conjurings, you could do The Annabelles, you could do Curse of La Llorona, you could do The Nun. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know, it's a big bag. I'm with it. I say, if you're up for it, I'm willing to as a special treat uh, to our listeners. Right. To, to yeah, you know what? It would it. definitely help. Depend, like, I mean, more often than not, though, the original, like the like the first in the series, is generally some the best one in the franchise mm-hmm. itself. But when you're talking about something like this, where you know you feel that creation is. Now, is it the best movie in the con- the, the Conjurverse or just in the Annabelles? I think it might be my favorite of all the movies, honestly. I have you know, watched I've... all of them. The Nun is the worst. I will say that up front. Right. I've only watched them like once. Sure. You know, all the way through. Um, but yeah, I would actually say that Creation is the best movie in the Conjuring franchise. Okay. So. Well, hell yeah. I might, but I obviously know. now we've covered that, so it doesn't matter what I think. But well, yeah, but still, <laughs> like, hmm. okay, not yeah. bad. So, I do like. I will say though, from a skeptic start to watching it, um, even though I was a tad bit under the weather this morning, watching it, um, I was gonna watch it last night, but I literally tried to sleep, and I'm like, God, it took me hours to fall asleep. Like, I could have just watched it. Hmm. But, like, it's not it's not as bad as I thought. And that's, like I said, I was also kind of in the insidious mindset because I did not care for that movie at all. Hmm. Um, I didn't either, to be honest. Like, it was okay. But, yeah. I'm good. So, Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Said and done. Said and done. Not too bad. Concise to the point, like well, it's a tough the movie thing has about... several tense scenes to the movie, so it, mm-hmm. like, it is worth a watch. Oh yeah, it I is a good solid movie. It it's not uh, mind blowing. It didn't make me go holy shit. 
solid know. six or seven. So solid six, six and yeah. a half out of ten. Like, and it's if, not... if you want the whole Annabelle story, like Comes Home isn't great. I have my issues with it because Annabelle mm-hmm. isn't as much a thing in it. It's more about the Warren's creepy basement and all their wacky shit that they've collected. Oh, okay. Which is fun in its own right. Like It's a good movie, but it's just not as Annabelle-centric as I would prefer. Sure. Um, if you have the opportunity, you have the time, watch Creation, then watch this. And I think it's a much more solid uh, outing. It's, you know, I'm trying to think of the... It's like watching Casino Royale and then Quantum of Solace. Oh. Like, like Quantum of Solace is good, but if you watch it right after Casino Royale, it's so much better because you have that mindset of connective tissue. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. Like I say, if I remember correctly, and I'm pretty sure I do, Creation ends, like right as this starts okay so it's worth a gander hey there it is all right well let's get the hell out of here got some more prep to do for another show so (laughs) let's see what brandon wants to do next because i don't know what you're doing next yeah i'm kind of torn to Mm -hmm. be honest with you as i always am true justin is much more planning he has all of his stuff generally done and mapped out i myself kind of just live in each moment you know like i'm like okay so i was thinking like you know we can cover this and i'm like you know i think justin if he hasn't seen it will appreciate it because of who's in it but then uh, i'm like uh, i already forgot the second one so <laughs> you don't even remember what you were <laughs> coin flipping over yeah. Um, well, there you go. Well, no, that, I think it. I think they were both vampire movies. Oh. Um, and I was either going to do Thirty Days of Night, hmm. classic, which is solid, or I'm going to go on the lighter side and do and cover what we do in the shadows, 2014, also with Jermaine Clement and Taiki Waititi. Hmm. Well. Mm. It's your call. I've never seen what mm. we do in the shadows. I'll say that. I have seen Thirty Days of Night and own it, so that's easier for me to watch that one. Yeah. If uh, what we do gonna... in the shadows isn't streaming. Yeah, yeah, it is, and I'll, we'll we'll coordinate that one. I think we'll do what we do in the shadows. Seems okay. I, I remember watching it when I was truck driving, not while I was truck driving, but back when I was truck driving, and I want to say I enjoyed it. Right. I want to say knows? that too. Maybe something. I will. What's that? Said I want to say that you did too, so that hopefully I will too. I mean, who and it's knows? had a bit I, of a resurgence. They had that show. They have that show going right now. They on, do on uh, Hulu. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who knows? I could just by the time like, hey, I switched it up, <laughs> and who knows? I can do that. So we'll see what. Now we're <laughs> we'll doing the happens. Care Bears Halloween special. <laughs> we just in. might. We just might. <laughs> All right. So but, it's a grab bag of what might be next time, but yeah, possibly what we do in the shadows the movie we'll be covering that movie yes all right who knows i like i said i've been on a vampire kick um i was watching um god what the fuck is it called uh the christopher lee uh something of dracula it's on uh, hbo max because there's a lot of good stuff horror of dracula from 1958 i might even just do that one to be honest with you because Sorry, I had a thing on my phone. <laughs> no. You know, we'll switch it up. We'll we'll kick off our Hammer series here, and we will do... Are you doing we a will third do the switch? Horror... <laughs> huh? 
You're doing a third switch? Yeah, we're doing a third switch. <laughs> we're going to do the horror of Dracula. I mean, it's oh. on HBO Max. It's easy for us both to watch. I mean, fuck, dude. It's got Christopher Lee and, and Peter Cushing in it. Like, True. Peter Cushing as Abraham Van Helsing. I will say I have been uh, wanting to uh, get into the hammers, and I think the best That's way to do that is for it to be forced, honestly, because otherwise <laughs> it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. So. All right, we'll do the horror, horror of Dracula. All right. Oh, well, thank you, sir. After getting everyone's hopes up with two other movies that are good or just okay, we've settled on how... You know what? They're all three vampire movies. If you're yep. listening to this and you, you have an opinion it on it, I will, I will take... <laughs> huh? And you haven't turned us off yet. Yeah, I, um, I'll take it. I'll take, I'll take, uh, I'll take opinions into consideration. Might even throw up a poll. Who knows? Ooh. Anyway, we uh, want to thank you guys as always for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Um, shorter of an episode, but after a few ramblings, not so much. Yeah. Um, you can find us on the social medias. We're on Facebook um, at Pod and Gore Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter at gore underscore pod uh you can find us on the slasher app at Pongor podcast um you can email us at pongor at gmail.com we are everywhere and nowhere at the same time mm-hmm. oh hit us up <laughs> please yeah if yeah, there's something you want up. us to cover and you want brandon to change his mind for a fourth time we can do that the, i'm not all here so i'll do whatever the fuck i want thanks mm. buddy Wow. Anyways, we like we said, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Um, reach out. You got um, if you have an opinion on what vampire movie I cover next. Mm-hmm. I'm undecided. I know it will be a vampire movie. I just don't know what yet. Fair enough. By the seat of my cape, as the old classic saying goes, <laughs> by the seat of my cape. <laughs> anyway, we want to thank you all. Um, hope you guys have a great day. We will see you guys next episode i don't know if it'll be next week but next next episode episode. oh is it fine yeah is it fine dad thanks Mm -hmm. all right there's just some sleepy times (laughs) i got a i I got a vision appointment in an hour i think we get my eyes looked at i need to do that too all right anyways we'll see you guys next time i've been justin i've been brandon and i'm fucking out of it (laughs) (laughs) bye